beliefs. It's the B word. It's pretty important to know what your beliefs are. Pretty, 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 pretty important. Most of us don't know. Most of us don't know what we believe. I sure don't. I have a lot of beliefs. A lot of beliefs that I'm not even aware of. Um, most of us are familiar with the term beliefs, you know. You believe this, I believe that. Um, but most of us just think of it at a pretty surface level, you know. You believe um, this thing happened, I believe this thing happened. You believe this person's a good leader, I believe this person's a good leader. And, um, you know, most of us think of it in terms of these more opinions. Um, however, uh, most of us don't question some of, like, the really core beliefs. And that's primarily what I want to talk about today is um, what are some of these really core beliefs that we never even think to question? Um, and how did they, how did, how did these, are, are these beliefs objectively true? Um, if not, how did we acquire them? How did they, how did we start believing them? And what effect are they having on our life? And our whole perception of ourselves and reality. Um, so, you know, we could start with, um, let's say, uh, a secondary belief, which is our, so the different types of beliefs. One belief uh, could be, like I mentioned about, um, specific things in the world, right? More like opinions, um, like I, I kind of gave that example. However, there's another part of our beliefs, um, which is about ourselves. Um, you know, we have, those are also sort of an opinion, but it's sort of an opinion about ourselves. So we could think, hey, I'm a smart person. I'm a dumb person. I am worthy person. I'm an unworthy person. I am better than other people. I am worse than other people. I'm intelligent. I'm wise. I'm dumb. I'm not wise. I'm a mother. I'm a parent. I'm a brother. I'm a human. I'm, you know, you name it, <laughs> those are all beliefs. Um, some of those are, you like, well, that's not a belief. I, I am, I am smart. I am intelligent. No, that's not a belief. I'm definitely fat. No, I'm definitely fat. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm good looking. No, no. Uh, well, yesterday I wasn't so good looking. These are um, basically all the things that we believe about ourselves. And um, so I wanted to investigate um, a bit about how we acquire those. Uh, but there's also other beliefs that we don't really question. And those are beliefs about um, other people um, and even reality as a, as a whole. So, um, you know, all those, all those ones I mentioned, those are beliefs that most people, if you're, if you're someone who does personal development work or, um, you know, our self-improvement, you, you're likely, and you're doing it, <laughs> you're doing it in a, in a way that's actually productive. You're probably working on some of those beliefs. Those are what people call limiting beliefs about themselves, right? So that's, those are the things I'm not good enough. Uh, that's that's like at the core of most people's uh, core beliefs, you know. Um, what are some other common ones? Yeah, all, basically all the ones I just mentioned. Those, those are some of the common um, limiting beliefs people have. So usually most personal development work is about unwinding those beliefs um, and believing, and then and turning them actually into uh, the positive version, right? So if you believe that you're too stupid um, to succeed, 
um, obviously that's not a healthy belief and you want to um, change that belief into I'm smart and capable of anything and um, similarly you know if you have a belief that um, you know about uh, other people all women are bitches and then you obviously not not a very healthy belief you don't want to believe that uh, because basically your your beliefs um, again sticking with this paradigm that we actually project our reality is a projection our external reality and the circumstances are essentially a projection of our deepest layer of our own consciousness um, just like a dream then whatever we believe is actually what's going to happen and, and the way our life is going to work so these beliefs are the paradigm by which we experience reality right so if, if you do believe all women are bitches or all men are assholes then that's kind of going to be your experience you're going to meet uh women are bitches or men are assholes or more another way of saying is, is you'll sort of pay attention to those examples and you'll filter out any other examples that you come in contact with um, because um, basically our, our beliefs become uh, the filter by which we experience reality. Reality is infinite. You could be experiencing anything at any moment, um, just like an imagination. Um, however, our beliefs determine what we experience because we kind of covertly we want to protect our beliefs because um, you know anything, any any kind of experience that will challenge something that we believe will sort of avoid <laughs> because it challenges our belief, right? So, so y if you think all women are bitches, you'll avoid any women that will that would treat you well, or you'll ignore that, um, or you'll put yourself in situations where you can't be with those type of women uh, because it'll upset your belief, and uh, same and vice versa. Um, similarly, if you think that you're not good enough. Um, you will always avoid situations <laughs> where that might prove that you actually are good enough, that you are worthy. That could be, you know, a relationship with a person who treats you like you are worthy and valuable. That could be uh, stepping into a role in your career that you may actually be freaking good at. Um, so essentially, you'll avoid all those things because you don't want to upset this belief that you have uh, because your beliefs are are sort of holding your reality together in in some uh, to some case so um, and then the, of course you know these are really some of the most important beliefs are the beliefs about our own identity because that becomes what we experience in our everyday life um, so again if you're doing some kind of self-development work personal development work you're probably um, and you're doing it in a way that's productive you're probably challenging you're, you're you're figuring out you're kind of doing a little bit of a goose hunt okay what are these beliefs and they're not they're really not as easy to figure out as you think you probably listen to that you're like, oh I have healthy beliefs I think I'm smart I think I'm I think I'm great I, I you know but um, don't be so sure <laughs> really don't be so sure even if you had a pretty good childhood I, I had a um, a very privileged childhood you still have a lot of beliefs there um, so and, and and don't forget um, the the healthy beliefs the opposite those are still beliefs um, so I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that so even believing I am good enough as I am or I am successful I am smart I am intelligent those are also still beliefs um, and so now I just wanted to talk about briefly some of the beliefs that we don't really question because they're just so obvious, right? We, we consider them to be so obvious, we never even think to question them. 
So, um, one, and these are really more related to the core nature of reality. Um, so for example, I'm a human. I'm a person. I'm a person human. <laughs> you know, that one seems pretty obvious. Like you might be thinking, what do you mean? Obviously I'm a human. That's not a belief. You know, I'm, here I am. Look at my arms. They move. I've got feet. They, I can move them too. Um, I, look, I can look in the mirror and I see a person. Um, so, you know, but, uh, and I'll get more into what I, what I mean by that, but, um, so those are, th that's kind of what I'm referring to here is, is, uh, those core beliefs. Another one would be, um, that I live inside of a world. I live inside, I live on earth. Um, again, seems very obvious. What do you mean here? <laughs> Pretty sure I live on earth. Uh, let me, well, let me, actually, let me check. Looking outside the window, I see trees, I see buildings, I see a sky. Yep. Yep, pretty sure I live on Earth. Duh. Um, again, so we, we never really question that one. Um, similarly, that there are other people. <laughs> again, this seems very obvious. You look around. Oh, I see plenty of people around. Yep, definitely other people. I see them everywhere. They're walking around. They're doing their thing. Um, definitely other people. Don't Don't need to question that one. Don't need to question that. But again, these are so these are kind of some of the core beliefs that really um, we we never even think to question. That really can reshape our entire experience of reality. Is really understanding. Okay, I live in a world, but what what does that mean? How, how did I come to believe that I live in a world? And is that really true? And and what is this world? "Quote unquote world that I'm living in." Similarly, another person. You know, we, we come across many different people in our lives, obviously. But have we ever really questioned what is another person? What is it? Um, of course, we don't, because it seems so obvious that. What do you mean? It's just another person. There they are. They've got a body. They talk to me. They're they're over there. I'm over here. So we never really question what actually is another person. Um, and then, of course, the the biggie is um, ourselves, right? Um, what are we? Not who am I? Not like like when people when you ask the question, oh, who are you? You say, oh, I'm I'm Jeremy. Um, I'm uh, 30 years old. Um, you know, my my parents are of this origin, so my my uh, my ethnicity is of this origin. Um, uh, you, I am an entrepreneur. I'm. Uh, into spirituality and personal development. I am this, I am that, I am tall, I am that, whatever. You know, so we, we, we list off all these different things about us, but have we ever really, and, and those are just, you know, descriptions, essentially beliefs we have about ourselves, but I mean at a more core level, like what actually are we? Like, like I said in the beginning, are we even a human? Are we even a person? And if so, what exactly is that so again these are so those are two three of the core things that i'm kind of most interested in is like these very core beliefs not i mean the limiting beliefs all that stuff is very important as well um but i'm most interested in these um beliefs that are uh, more foundational and more overlooked which is what actually am i um what actually is another person and what actually is reality? Do I live on a planet? Um, 
and how did I come to so invest really investigating those seriously <laughs> you know this this seems like oh this must be a joke you know this I can't take this seriously but um, but bear with me here <laughs> and uh, and because these, these are some of the questions that I've been um, in, investigating more closely and coming to some surprising findings that have uh, really reshaped uh, my own perception of what I am, what other people are, what reality is, and actually in a way that allows um, a really different way of experiencing the world that um, I've found at least to be <laughs> much more enjoyable, <laughs> light, free, etc. Um, so, but let's just start off with, um, you know, a, a, one, a belief like I live in a world, right? I live in a world, I live on earth. Again, God, could that be more obvious? But again, we're, we're making a lot of assumptions here. If you think about it, even just, you know, within our relatively recent history, considering the history of the world is supposedly uh, 4 billion years, we thought the earth was flat. That was a generally accepted thing that everybody believed. And now we know it's round, or supposedly we know it's round. Um, so, you know, th these are, and like, similarly, I, I guess there was probably some point in history where they looked up at the sky, they didn't, they didn't know what the sky was, they didn't know that they lived in, a, in an earth, they, they thought it was just the ceiling, <laughs> you know, hey, look at that ceiling of sparkly stuff at night, you know, get sparkly at night, and then it turns blue during the day, that's kind of cool, I like, I like our ceiling, they didn't, they probably didn't have this concept of, uh, there's a sky, because, that's the atmosphere of the earth and it's a uh, it's light it's a uh, light refracting and um, you know allowing us to perceive different colors and it becomes night because the sun is on um, a different side of the earth and that's why it's dark and you know we didn't have all of these uh, concepts so again they, they believe things different so the, the, the fallacy that we make though is because we are now so advanced and we live in the 21st century we think we figured it all now all out but that's that's just so, such an ignorant way of looking at the world and looking at ourselves because you know if we look back at every other civilization in history we look back at them as if they were so ignorant and didn't understand anything and uh, to think that the civilization you know a thousand years from now will look back at us and not think the same is uh, is obviously ridiculous so um, let's just try to maybe <laughs> think about uh, be more humble about what we really understand about reality and uh, and start to question it so uh, let's take this thing about uh, this whole thing about being in a world and just and actually try to trace it back how do you know that how do you actually know that you're in a world you might say this isn't a belief this is a fact everybody knows this but where does that fact come from and um you know i i can't tell you where it came up for you but i can i can tell you that i've traced that back and um i've realized that i actually don't know if i'm living in a world or not um, but i know why i think that i know that um Basically, I've been told that I live in a world by, um, you know, my teachers in school, like science class growing up. We, we learned about the earth. You know, I've seen many pictures of it on the Internet. You know, there's photos um, of that, that show the earth from a distance. And uh, and so there's that. That's that's more evidence. And of course, all these other people 
whom I trust, they tell me that we're living on Earth. The Earth is um, this big kind of globe floating in empty, empty space. And I'm somewhere inside that globe. <laughs> and um, basically, if you really trace it back, the reason you think that is because you your teachers told you that. And that's really this really comes down to just about any belief, actually. Um, your teachers told you it. It's true. You read it in a book somewhere. You saw a picture. Um, you saw a video. You um, oh, let's see. Is there anywhere else? Someone, your parents told you, your friends told you, you read it in a book, you heard it in a video, um, you read an article, whatever. If you really trace it back, that's pretty much how you know everything. <laughs> uh, so even, in, and again, I'm not even saying, I'm not even trying to prove to you right now that you don't live in a world. I'm just saying that you, you really don't know. I'm trying to show you that it's actually a belief. You actually haven't, unless you're an astronaut, you haven't launched in a spaceship and gone out into the atmosphere and looked directly back and seen a globe. You basically, all you did was read an article, see a picture, see a video, um, and hear about what other people are saying, and then you believed it. And, th and that belief that you are inside of this globe that's floating in infinite space is actually I mean, think about how that affects your whole sense of reality. That That is basically, you know, changes this entire paradigm that you experience. Uh, have you experienced everything? And um, so it's, it's really interesting to just look back at some of these really basic beliefs and understand that, um, and that we really only believe them because <laughs> of these different sense impressions. And then we can kind of break down those sense impressions. I'm calling them sense impressions, but um, so let, let's say uh, the video. You, let's say you, see, you saw a video of a satellite camera, um, you know, looking back in Earth. Uh, and you, so, you, so you see this video, you're like, oh, that proves it. Satellite camera, video, there we go. I'm, I'm definitely in an Earth. Um, but what was really happening in that moment? When you were watching that video if you break it down to all it was was sense sense impressions right you saw basically some colors <laughs> that's what the video was right it was colors and sound you saw some colors and sound and uh you believed a lot of things about that video you believed that there was somebody else that actually you made a lot of assumptions about that video you believed that somebody that there actually was a satellite somewhere that took this photo maybe maybe it said it under the video right so so you just you just believe that um and you believe that this video of a globe actually means that it was actually truly a picture taken from uh, a place in outer space and uh and, and shown to you and similarly all it, again all it really well all you really all you really know like for sure from your direct experience uh, and, and again I just want to step back I'm not trying to create some conspiracy theories here I'm just what I'm really trying to do here is I'm, I'm trying to help you um, separate what knowing what you believe versus knowing what tr you truly know from your direct experience um, and that's really actually a big part of this whole awakening journey 
is really separating those two and there and it's 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 difficult and it's subtle um and uh, again I'll, i'm still doing this myself so that's why i wanted to um you know i, I learn a lot by making these recordings as well because they help me uh, differentiate my own beliefs from direct experience so let's go back to that example watching this video uh, the satellite video of the earth what's all you really know for sure is that you see colors right and you you hear sound and even you can question whether that's true, uh, but but we won't go there. We won't go that far today. But you see colors and you hear sound. Everything else you made up. Everything else you made up. And everything else you made up. That's it, right? Even the text under the video is just color, right? It's just light. Um, so basically, all that happened there is you saw some you saw some colors. <laughs> you heard some sound. Uh, if there was, let's say, uh, a voiceover of the video, and um, you basically believed that that color and sound, that that visual and auditory stimuli, meant that you are a person living inside this sphere that's floating in outer space. Um, so again, separating. Again, I'm not saying that you were wrong. Maybe, maybe that maybe that was the correct uh, interpretation. <laughs> but let's separate here the direct experience from the story, basically, and the belief about it, right? So, um, separating the fact that in this moment of looking at this satellite image, or the satellite video, where perhaps someone is uh, there's a nice like kind of I don't know I'm picturing some old school voiceover, and this is a video of the Earth our home planet and this was the first satellite that was launched into space and we can now finally see uh everybody every person can now finally see what the earth looks like from the vantage point of outer space i don't know why i'm I just i just envisioned that voice coming on with this with this uh video um but essentially that's kind of what I'm trying to prove here, and and really this goes beyond just believing that you're an Earth, you're, you're an Earth. It re this really applies to every single one of your beliefs about reality, right? Even um, you know something as basic as, uh, or really just anything uh, you, like even the fact that you are composed of atoms and cells, right? I mean these just very basic understandings of of what we are, like. I'm composed of quarks, which are a part of atoms, which are a part of, you know, um, you know, cells, which are a part of molecules, which are a part of organs, which make up my body, and that is me. You know, it's like, yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, but but how do you really know that? Um, how do you actually know that? Well, you learned it in science class, and then you believed it. <laughs> so that's really all that happened. You you really and again I'm not even saying that it's not true. It's just that you really don't know it for yourself. You just believe that because a teacher told it to you. It was said in a textbook. Um, and then that's that's really all that happened. <laughs> so again, it's just about noticing. And I'm not even trying to to prove it otherwise. But you can also notice how um, you know pretty much every <laughs> every decade or so in science they they disprove you know or at least every century they disprove most of what they learned in the last century. <laughs> so um, you know the thing it's not like the things that you're learning in these textbooks or from your teachers are as fixed as you as you really think that they are. It's always uh, the, the the understandings of science are always evolving, especially in the recent future. In the recent future, it's really evolving like crazy with um, you know understandings of quantum physics and quantum mechanics. Um, 
But uh, anyways, that aside, um, again, how do, like, I, look, I just rattled off another belief. How do I even know these things about quantum physics and quantum mechanics? Well, I read an article about it. I saw a video about it. I believed what they said. They sounded sounded pretty smart. <laughs> their, uh, their findings correlated with some of my um, direct experiences, perhaps. So, you know, that's why I'm quoting it. But if I, if I really ask why I'm quoting quantum physics and, and uh, is because I know that most people rely on science for their uh, sense of truth so um, you know so I use those examples but um, anyway coming back to beliefs about um, other people even right um, and, and actually staying on uh, a related note with science the basis of science really is um, about you know if you think about how, how does science, like this science, which we basically take to be our source of truth, as pretty infallible, um, what is it? What is really happening, right? Um, somebody is supposedly running an experiment. They get some results. They draw a conclusion from those results. And then um, essentially a bunch of other people run the same experiment. They get a, sa a similar result or a same result. And then it's sort of... Uh, it's sort of memorialized as true. Um, however, <laughs> there are many problems with that process, uh, most basic of which is that, let's say you're the scientist. Oh, well, actually, let's let's even back up from that. And let's say, you, and then, okay, you read an article about this new, uh, about this new findings that we have that were made up of cells, right? Um, and you read this article, okay, it's from a pretty authentic scientific journal probably true okay i believe that now you understand that you're made up of cells but again how do you really know that did you really run the experiment yourself did you physically watch a bunch of other people running the experiment and getting the same results um did you even talk to these scientists or look at their data? Did you? No, you, you didn't. You didn't do any of that. You just believed it. And again, I'm not, I'm not even saying that you should. Like we don't have time to to check all of these things. But it's just about noticing that most of what what makes up our perception of reality is based off of things that we believe, not things that we really know from our direct experience. Um, and that's really kind of a key. A key differentiator that allows us to stay just a bit more open-minded about what perhaps our reality is and perhaps it's not what we believe it is whole kind of peer peer review process essentially is one of the cornerstones of it but um, let's say let's just say uh, and that we realize that other people aren't really separate from ourselves and they're actually projections from the same consciousness, kind of like in a dream, then would it really matter if they ran experiments and got the same results? Well, not really, because we're projecting those other people and we're projecting the results that they're getting in their supposed experiments. So again, um, thinking about this from this other paradigm that I suggested earlier in my podcast, um, which I will come back to more and more, if we think of reality, the different paradigm of reality as a dream, then does it really matter what it says in this article that you're reading? No, because you're you're actually projecting that article inside your dream from consciousness. There wasn't really another person who ran a bunch of experiments and got them peer-reviewed and published them. 
you know, you're, you're, you're literally just projecting this article in real time. You're projecting the name of the website. You're projecting the authority that you get, that you give to the name associated with it. And all of this combines together to give you a belief that this, whatever is in this article is true. <laughs> um, so similarly, even if you ran the experiment yourself, um, you know, well, what actually produced the results of that experiment? Was it actually valid? Or if we think of it again from the paradigm of a dream, you're projecting this whole idea of a person running an experiment and getting a certain result. And then um, let's say you send it off to be peer reviewed and you get back the results. Yes, everybody else also got the same results. I'm right, you know. Um, again, that th from this paradigm, th there weren't really all these other people that went off and ran experiments and got results. All you know is that maybe you got a bunch of emails back that said other people ran those results and, and then uh, you know you got an award or something, <laughs> but you don't really know that uh, that happened. Um, so again, from this uh, different vantage point of reality, and again, these are again these are the kinds of things that we don't question. So, like I would like to see some some scientists investigating what another person is, and not just like looking at their skin through a microscope, but like really through their direct experience, understanding what another person is. Because if just hypothetically, if what I'm suggesting is true that another person is really just a projection of consciousness, then it kind of makes this whole peer review process uh, fall away, right? Because uh, there aren't really other, quote unquote, other people um, that are doing, you know, running experiments. So that kind of all, all falls away. Um, so another thing to um, investigate uh, is, so we talked about li living in a world. We talked about, um, you know, other people. Uh, and then we're going to talk about um, ourselves and what we are and again these are all really the same process and the same question but um, if we look at exactly what we are and we and we actually observe so basically what I'm suggesting here is is, is a different process of discerning truth so usually how we discern truth is that we we take in some sort of sense perception right like um, an article that we read a person that we're talking to and based off of, we, we give each one a certain authority, right? We give them away a certain authority. And based off of whether, and again, who's giving the authority? We are giving the authority. <laughs> so based off of the level of authority in which we give uh, the, the supposed quote unquote source <laughs> of this information, we decide to believe it or not. So for example, if we put a lot of authority in the Bible, Right, because we, we were brought up from a young age. Our parents told us the Bible, the Bible is the truth, the Bible is the word of God. Then um, the Bible becomes our authority, and whatever whatever we read in, in the book um, is is the truth, right? But then we say, well, how do we know the things in the book are really true? And if you really trace that back, you're like, well, because it's the word of God, obviously it's true. How do we know the book is the word of God? Well because my parents told me and my teachers told me that and okay well how do you know that your parents and your teachers what they said is true well because I trust them okay so again it's really at the end of the day it's just based off of trust that's that's all any of these beliefs are right so similar to that satellite image of the earth you just trust it 
you, you trust uh, you trust that uh, this is this is real. So it's it's really it's based off of trust at the end of the day, right? And then even with the parents example, how do you really know that this this that there actually is well there there actually is another person there telling you these things uh, versus something that you're actually an experience you're kind of creating from the inside out versus from the outside in. Um, so essentially, it's based off of trust and the level of trust. So uh, one person's, uh, if you're a religious person, you're putting your trust in, um, you know, the, the book of uh, the Torah, you know, perhaps if you're Jewish or the Quran, if you're Muslim or the New Testament, if you're Christian, um, if you're a scientifically minded person, your Bible is the scientific journal or, um, you know, certain uh probably more, probably more likely not even the scientific journal probably more some uh some internet news source that publishes like very high level summaries of scientific findings and then you believe that um so that's your that's your torah that's your bible <laughs> um and uh, it's really at the end of the day yeah it's, it seems like well you know this is what do you mean this is not the same you know uh, like like the scientific journals you can't compare that to to the bible but um, you know, given that same example, it really, like, as far as your perspective is concerned, it really just still comes down to trust. You might say, no, 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 it's it's different because you know I read this article, but but I know that this source, like, they it's because they run it. They're not just believing some book. They they run experiments and then they test those experiments, and other people run the experiments and then they validate those experiments and then they publish it in the book. But again, at the end of the day, you don't know any of that. You're reading the article. And you believe it because it's published from this certain source and you just made a lot of assumptions about how that you, you didn't actually look at the data you didn't actually run the experiments you you're basically still just trusting all of these people going back and back and back um and again it's and not even like this isn't like a, a conspiracy theory kind of thing that i'm saying all these people are concocting this lie to make you believe certain things it's not that it's just again it's, it's about noticing that basically everything that you think is true is really based off of a belief, assumptions, and trust. And what I'd like to suggest in this recording is that there are other ways of discerning truth. Well, there's actually two, two things I, I'd like people to kind of get out of this. One is just keeping an open mind. Just, just keeping, not, not believing the opposite, right? I'm, I don't want anyone to listen to this and, and also believe that there isn't an Earth, that they don't live in Earth, because that would also be a belief. Then you're just, then you're just listening to, to a, a much less credible source of information, aka me. You're listening to some podcast by some random guy who has no credentials about anything, and then you're believing that. So that's also a really bad way to go about it. But um, what I'm suggesting here is to basically be more open-minded about questioning the things that you really believe, um, and uh, and but also I, I like the term like kind of open-minded skepticism. So if someone perhaps presents information to you, let's say you see a pr uh, presentation about how suggesting that we don't actually live on a planet, or maybe that we live on a square planet. <laughs> New theory: the world is a gigantic cube. It's not a sphere it's a cube right so immediately you you would never even go to that presentation uh, because it's so it's, it's against such a core belief that you assume this person has to be crazy they have to be nuts so you would never even uh, entertain that information um, so 
instead, if you do come across a presentation out that or really anything that challenges a belief that you have, right? This is a very extreme example, but really any even subtle thing that challenges a belief you have, approach it with an open-minded skepticism. So you're you're open to it being true, but you're not sure. You're 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 skeptical, um, and that should be really how you should approach any type of learning. Sort of this openness, but also a healthy skepticism. Um, because you don't want to get caught just because otherwise you're in the same trap, right? Because uh, let's say you were too open-minded uh, and kind of to the point of naivety, then you would listen to this person's presentation and be like, the world is a square, it's a square, it's a, cu it's a cube, oh my God, this guy's presentation was so compelling and you'd like post about it, the world is a cube, but again, then you're just doing the same thing you did before when you thought the world was a sphere. So, um, you know, you might be saying, okay, so what's the point here? Like, why are we questioning? So, so if, if everything is just based off of trust, if everything is just based off of a story I created because of basically certain auditory and visual <laughs> stimuli, um, things just arising in my field of awareness, then how the heck do I know what's true or not? Is there any way to tell? Is there any way to tell? Um... And I believe that there is actually a way to tell. Um, and the process that I suggest is uh, basically um, what I call d like direct observation. Um, a really direct observation for, for oneself. So it's actually not so different from like a scientific process, but the difference is instead of um, you know, conducting external experiments, you're doing a direct observation um, using your own consciousness so if you if you think that we live in a world um, peeling back all the evidence that you really have from your direct experience not no basically no um, you could say <laughs> no secondary sources actually not even primary sources no other sources no other sources other than your direct experience um, and so, so for example, let's investigate this question of the most important question, really, which is, it's actually kind of a, if you get this question, then all the other, it's, it's kind of funny because if you get, if you answer some of the core questions, um, kind of like the ones I was suggesting, what am I, what is the world, what is reality, what is, a, what, what is another person, all the other questions kind of get answered automatically <laughs> because it kind of turns out that they're all the same thing, which is, um, which is funny. But um, so let's let's talk about this question: Who am I? 